0: and speak loud and clear. The Writings of Rabash, Volume 1, the article, what is half a shekel in the work 1, we are midway through the article in the paragraph beginning, instead, when one engages in Torah and mitzvot. When one engages in Torah and mitzvot, he should believe above reason that what he has is very important and that he is unworthy of more but should be content with little and be happy with his lot. That despite the small amount that he has given him, he has a grip on spirituality, meaning small in quality and small in quantity.
1: From everything, a
0: person should be happy, meaning with any extent of grip on spirituality that he may have. He believes that he has been given this from above, that this too is not my strength and the might of my hand. Naturally, He can adhere to the Creator to the extent called the Blessed clings to the Blessed. This is the meaning of what our sages said, that the Shekhinah is present only through the joy of mitzvah. As it was said, and now... Take me a musician, and he was as a playing musician. And the hand of the Lord shall be upon him. Rabbi Yehuda said, "So it is with words of the law. That is, it's a matter of dvikut. Adhesion must be equivalence of form." It follows that when a person feels that he is cursed, there is no place for dvikut. We should interpret why Rabbi uda said, "So it is with the words of the law." It is known that halacha, law, is called hachala, the bride, which pertains to the acceptance. Of of the kingdom of heaven. heaven. That is, the acceptance of the kingdom of heaven, which is above reason, is called the joy of mitzvah. And there is a higher degree called the instilling of the Shechina and it all comes through joy. Otherwise, it turns out that it is specifically the blessed who cling to the blessed. But if he feels that he is cursed, he cannot cling to the blessed. Naturally, in that state, he remains lifeless. It therefore follows that when we say, Blessed are you, O Lord, who hears a prayer. It means that we are thanking the Creator for hearing the prayer. But when a person is deficient or otherwise, he has no room for prayer. He is in a state of cursed. Thus, how can he have dvikut with the Creator during the prayer? Moreover, if he is deficient, what is he thanking him for? The answer to this is that by believing that he hears the prayer, we already have joy because He will certainly save us. It follows, He already has joy about the prayer. For even when He is confident, He must work above reason that the Creator will help Him. And He will be able to immediately be rewarded with Dvekut since the confidence itself gives him wholeness and he is already called blessed. And as said above, the blessed cling to the blessed.
1: However, precisely,
0: When a person asks the Creator to bring him closer, the evil inclination comes and lets him understand that the Creator is not hearing his prayer. He does not let him trust in the Creator's help and brings him several proofs and says... Look back and see how many times you have already prayed and thought that the Creator was helping you, only to later remain bare and destitute. This happens to you every time. And each time you say, now the Creator is certainly hearing me and I will be permanently adhered to spirituality.
1: You tell me what happens afterwards. You
0: fell again into a place of loneliness and sank
1: into greater self-love than before you prayed. Therefore, why are you now so sure
0: that now the Creator will hear you, that you are already so thankful to the Creator, that you say, Blessed are you, O Lord, who hears a prayer. What can a person reply to the body when it brings him evidence from the past? That his prayer has was not granted. Based on what does a person want to tell it that this is not so? But that I believe above reason that now I
1: am certain that the Creator will answer my prayer. The answer is that since the
0: whole foundation is built on above reason and man must observe this mitzvah, therefore the evidence from the past that you are bringing me, that my prayer was not granted. And this is why there is no reason to trust in the Creator that my prayer will be accepted. This time, you bring me evidence from the past in order to weaken my power of faith. But I'm telling you that specifically now, I can say that I believe and trust above reason because you bring evidence only from within reason. And I thank you very much for the questions you are asking me and for the proofs, for you are giving me a place on which to build the above reason. Therefore, now, I am continuing with great joy for the opportunity to observe the mitzvah of faith and confidence above reason. It therefore follows that from the same place where the body comes to weaken him, from the joy that he has from the prayer, and his confidence that the Creator will now answer his prayer, a person needs to bring the power for faith above reason. That is, on the place of reason, there is now an opportunity to place the above reason. And if the reason did not bring him the opposite, How could he say that he is going above it? Therefore, a person must always say that each time he is given descents from above so as to have room to go above reason. So that in, in any case, the body cannot weaken the faith and confidence that he has during the prayer when the body resists his thinking, his thinking by the Creator and saying, "Blessed are you, O Lord, who hears a prayer. The body argues, how do you know that the Creator will
1: answer your prayer, that you are thanking Him. It cannot
0: be said that He is thankful to the Creator for answering others. He thanks Him for this and says to Him, Blessed are you, When a person normally blesses for what he has obtained by himself and not that he is thankful for others and in general, how does one know what is in the heart of his friend? Rather, a person thanks the Creator for himself and he also says to the body
1: thank
0: you for coming to me with correct arguments since now I have room to work above reason this is called the right line wholeness and this is the main road on which a person must walk
1: for
0: here, a person draws vitality. For then, he is on the degree of blessed. This is called, the blessed clings to the blessed. The thing is that one who walks on the right looks only at the mercy that the Creator is doing with everyone. And how he himself is receiving mercy from the Creator. He thanks the Creator for all the receptions of mercy and naturally lives in a day that is all good. For when he feels the mercies that the Creator is doing with him, he rejoices and has something
1: for which to thank the Creator. However, when he wants to
0: walk on the left leg too, concerning the left, we learned that the left rejects this means that when he criticizes his actions if something requires correction this is the time to see only rejections meaning how he is repelled from spirituality and all his thoughts, words and actions are immersed in self-love. He does not see any possibility that he will be able to exit the body's control
1: which
0: controls him with all its might. Moreover, as soon as he begins to think that it is not worthwhile to remain in a state of reception, the body promptly comes to him with stronger arguments than the body usually said when he did not want to obey it, but wanted to work in order to bestow. Since now, the body has become shrewder and asks more poignant
1: questions. He asks
0: himself, how come before I started to work harder and with greater effort in the holy work, the body was not that clever? And now that I have begun to do the holy work, I understood that the good side of a person should be smarter and more clever and more energetic
1: because
0: I have engaged in the holy work. According to the rule, a mitzvah induces a mitzvah. I understood that the body grows weaker, that is, the arguments it had thus far ceased, and it had no strength to argue, because the Kedusha was strengthened by the good deeds that I was doing all the time in holy work. But now I see the opposite. The body has become smarter and presents stronger and more sensible arguments. But what despairs him most is that it says it would be better for him to stop this work called working in order to bestow. And be like the rest of the people, without looking to be extraordinary, meaning to return to the normal state. That is, it is enough for us to observe Torah and mitzvot without intentions. And we need to give all our energy to observing Torah and mitzvot more meticulously since this is easier than the aim to bestow. Especially, I see that compared to those who want to be extraordinary, ordinary people engage more meticulously with Torah and mitzvot than other people. And this award this awards them titles. One is called Righteous, another is called Hasid, a pious man, and another is called a very important person. So why should he walk into the path of for the Creator instead for his own benefit? reason. However, if a person overcomes the external reason, which is making just arguments,
1: he gains that each
0: time his faith grows, grows to a higher degree than what he had prior to the coming of the evil inclination with its reasoning that it is not worthwhile to exit self-love. Because the reason of the evil inclination grows each time, one has no other choice if he wants to remain in Kedusha. But to draw upon himself greater faith, that is, each time he becomes more needy of the Creator to help him, be saved from his evil. This means that one should. N- I'm sorry. This means that one should not pray that the foreign thoughts will die, but that they will repent. This is done specifically by receiving help from above in the form of faith above reason it follows that he is not asking the Creator that the thoughts will die. So he will not have to overcome the thoughts. But rather, to settle for the faith he has in the Creator. That to the extent of the faith he has before the evil, inclination, came with its correct arguments, and which could not be answered without the help of the Creator, he receives the strength to go above reason.
1: But
0: one who is not walking on the path of truth,
1: whose work is based entirely on a foundation
0: of mind and heart. She asks the Creator to take these thoughts away from him, so they will not disrupt his work it follows that he remains in his degree and cannot advance since he has no need to advance instead he wants to remain in the current state permanently. This is all he expects. And he has no need for greatness. Although he wants higher degrees than the rest of the people, meaning, if he is a wise disciple and knows that there are people who are not nearly at his level, and of course he wants to be at work at the top of. For this reason, he wants to rise to a higher level than where he feels he is right now. However, this is all in excess. It is not necessity. One who prays for surplus, his prayer cannot be from the bottom of the heart because he knows that his situation is not so bad, he sees that there are people who are worse than he, and he needs it only as a surplus. The rule is that there is no light without a Kli. a Kli means a lack and a need that he must satisfy. Surplus, however, is not regarded as a lack in spirituality. And for this reason, a person stays where he is and cannot move at all.
1: However, it is not so
0: for one who wishes to walk on the path of truth, who wants to work in mind and heart, when the body comes to him and begins to attack him over why he wants to veer off from the common way that everyone works in order to bestow. And after each time he overcomes it, it comes to him with stronger arguments in that state he does not ask the Creator to take away its arguments, but rather asks the Creator to repent on all those arguments that the wicked one is presenting. Meaning that the Creator will give him the strength to go above reason. <laughs> it follows that if that his asking the Creator to give him more strength is not because of surplus, but simply that he wants to be a Jew who believes in the Creator. And it brings him thoughts that slander the path of the Creator and everything related
1: to Ketusha. That is,
0: whenever he wants to do something in order to bestow, it immediately comes to him with the arguments of the wicked who mock the servants of the Creator. As it is written, not to us, O oh Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory. For why should the nations say, Therefore, the reason that each time he wants greater powers from above is necessity.
1: He's asking
0: for help to be saved from death, to enter life, For the wicked in their lives are called dead. And since it wants to put him in the camp of the wicked with its arguments, it follows that he is not asking the Creator the Creator's help so he will give him luxuries but simply for his soul so he will not be wicked. It follows, therefore, that a person always benefits from the questions of the wicked by giving him a need to ask the Creator to grant his heart's wishes favorably meaning to be good and not bad. Such a prayer is called a prayer from the bottom of the heart. It is received above immediately.
1: Since
0: it is regarded as as a prayer of the poor, as it is written in the Zohar about the verse, a prayer for the poor when he is weak, where it says that the prayer of the poor delays all the prayers since its prayer is received before all other prayers.
1: For this reason, once he
0: has started with the right line, which is holiness, which is wholeness, And he should certainly thank and praise the king for giving him wholeness and the importance. As it is written, therefore, we must thank you and praise and be grateful to your name. Happy are we, how fortunate we are. We are happy when we rise and in the evening in synagogues and in seminaries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Afterward,
0: <laughs> we move to the left line called deficiency, <laughs> meaning it is called mother, female, who indicates lax, meaning the real measure of his rejection from the desire to bestow. That is, he sees how each time he wants to place the intention to bestow on the act. The body repels him,
1: and he cannot
0: overcome it. In that state, there is room for prayer to the Creator to help him overcome Subsequently, he returns to the right line and says that he has wholeness and a great privilege, at least with regard to actions. Although this service he is doing for the king is out of an intention for self-love called Lolishma. This service is still very important to him because whatever the case may be, he is serving the king in his actions. And since the king is important to him, he can be happy with the small grip that he has on Kedusha. follows that through the left line he now receives a way to overcome in the right and to say that he is happy that he can appreciate the little grip he has on Kedusha. That is, before he came to the left line he thought that he really did have wholeness but it was incomplete wholeness. Therefore, naturally, I have something for which to praise the king. But now that the left line has let him see that he is remote from wholeness, it follows that now he should be be sad and not happy. Still, he braces himself and says, Since the king is very important, therefore, although I have only a small grip on spirituality, it is still important to me. It therefore follows that the left line always causes him to observe the greatness and importance of the Creator. Or he will have nothing with which to praise the King. For there is nothing more important in spirituality than to have something for which to be thankful. Hence, the right line causes the left line to grow bigger in him each time. In the left line forces the right line to grow
1: and by this the lines grow when they come to a certain
0: measure that it is clear that these two lines are opposite from one
1: another. Uh,
0: for this gives the soul, and then he emerges from exile. This is called He who comes to purify is aided. As in the words of the Zohar, that he is given a soul, and this is the help he receives from the Creator.
2: In spirituality.
0: So the answer of uh, uh, Africa, I'm refining, what's the meaning in the article? What is a small grip on holding on to spirituality? And how to overcome this, so we'll be in complete adhesion in spirituality.
2: By um, rising through seeing the friend in this way. The friend is make an effort. And he comes to adhesion with the Creator. And through his example, thanks to his example, he also cleave to that.
3: Thank
0: you, Rav. He writes many times in the article here this concept of above reason. Can you explain to us what that is? Above
3: reason?
2: Above the will to receive.
3: He
0: writes here that in many places and many times it's like our um, lifesaver, the, to, to be above reason, to, his, above his desire. Yes. Can you explain how a Kabbalist uses this force of above reason? What exactly, can you explain to us how you do that?
2: No. I also don't think that it has an explanation. Rather, a person has to find it. And how he raises himself above reason.
0: How in our state can we come closer to above reason? What's the avenue to that direction? Or is it a gift from the Creator and that's it?
2: No, there's a, a, a tendency for it. There are all kinds of efforts. I wish to rise above reason, meaning above my current nature. And I demand this, I... I ask for this. We do actions
3: that
2: can raise us above reason. Is this within the ten with
0: the friends? Is this what's drawing us?
2: Yes, because that which I can't feel inside of me, but I feel is it is in the ten. Uh, for me to be drawn to those states is called above reason how
0: does it happen that a person receives this
2: reward by through efforts he constantly wishes to raise himself more and more and more Gradually, it influences him and he he receives it. Thank
4: you.
0: He writes about the uh, arguments that he's asking the Creator to remove the, the arguments of the wicked so that they will repent how to bring back the thoughts in repentance in what repenting
3: what does that mean?
2: <laughs> to arrange them first of all to arrange these thoughts where do they come from? Why are they coming? Who's asking them? How can you how can he answer them?
4: Where do they come from? They have to be
2: repent. They have to repent. Of course they come from
3: above. All
2: of our questions come to us from a degree higher than us, with the help of which we can rise, you can ascend. He also continues and writes that he asks the
0: Creator that his thoughts will not die, but will rather repent.
2: What does that mean? He doesn't want them them to disappear. He wants them to receive the correct answer by which he
4: will ascend throughout the day I have such thoughts in me that I don't want them to be there and
0: Then I'm reminded that you tell us that they will repent meaning I have to let them go through me somehow yes and they don't stop they're pecking at my
4: mind
2: mm-hmm. they don't stop uh, it's good it's a sign that you are working on them perhaps
3: yeah.
2: Even though you're not willing to accept them, okay, and that doesn't stop and it continues and let let us continue. Just get involved with them more. Uh, don't don't let them pass smoothly through you, but but get um, you got to face them head on again I'm not happy with that I really am not it's
4: like
0: it's continuing and continuing and I want it to already be ending already it's like it's somewhere to continue to some other things I don't know in the 10 because there are things that
2: are
0: living in me for so long
2: already if you wish to change them through the work in the 10 that is possible you can try
3: Thank
0: you, Rav. It's felt that in spirituality, a small grip can be something truly great, according to the deficiency a person has. Boy, it's not a small grip. It's the smallest connection can truly cover everything. How is it that it's specifically like that in spirituality, that the smallest connection can cover all the deficiencies?
2: In spirituality, spirituality things are measured not according to how we measure them. We should get accustomed to it.
5: You have made me in behind and before, meaning the revelation and concealment of the face of the Creator. This is because indeed His kingdom rules over all, and everything will return to its root because there is no place vacant of Him. But the difference is In the present or the future. Because one who connects the two worlds discovers his clothing in the present, that everything that is done is a clothing for the revelation of the Shechina, divinity. This is deemed the present, meaning that now, too, he comes out in royal attire and evidently shows that the rider is not subordinate to the horse.
1: But,
5: although it seemingly appears that the horse leads its rider,
1: the truth is
5: that the horse is provoked to any movement only by the sensation of the rider's bridle and headstall. This is called the construction of the stature of the Shekhinah, and it is also called face-to-face.
4: This says,
5: one who is rewarded with connecting the two worlds, present and future, discovers his clothing in the present. What does it mean to connect the two worlds? What two worlds do we need to connect?
6: But they're connected to one another. The past, the present, the future, they are all connected to one another. And they are all conducted by the rider, which is the creator.
3: And the
6: horse, which is the created being. Here is all the commandments of the writer.
5: What does it mean to connect present and future? To see the future in the present? To depict the cause and consequence? To understand the present?
6: you are. But it's clear that there's a creator and a created being, and the creator conducts the created beings, and the created beings need to attain that the creator is riding above them, and that they need to agree with that, understand it, attain it, and to want it.
5: I want to ask about the rider and the horse. Every degree has the feeling of its upper one. Like baby feels its mother. She's the upper one. All his abundance and his vitality come from there. And it's likewise in every situation. But here there needs to be a feeling that there's some higher uh, rider above everything. How does a person get some idea, some knowledge about something that is beyond what he can perceive?
3: I
6: guess that his perception changes and that he feels that there's something above.
4: Based
5: on what? Can he um, have this feeling
6: from within his own feeling that he feels, he starts feeling that there is an upper force and he is conducting him turning him around taking him from place to place from side to side, from degree to degree and that is called riding him and he needs to be whether he wants it or not but he is like the horse compared to him that all in all, he has his role as being the horse compared to the rider.
4: Should
5: a person feel that he has a duty toward the Creator, that he has to work for the sake of the Creator, that he has some vocation?
6: Of course, of course. What is the work? I don't know what the work is yet, but I agree. That it starts from me agreeing.
4: So, like the horse
5: uh, goes out, he doesn't know where he's riding, but it it agrees to accept the commandments of the rider and uh, move forward?
6: Yes. Before you jump on the horse, you don't have a meeting with him. Where are we now going to go? Run. What's going to, what are we going to get from this? You don't ask him that. He knows he has to listen to your commands. That's how you towards the creator. That's, you have to reach that. That's called face to face.
5: There are basic concepts here. He says, You come up with royal attire. What's royal attire?
6: That you are also connected to the writer and you're together with him in that action.
5: So, uh, the royal, royalty is what we see in our reality?
6: No, don't turn it around this way or that way. Just accept it as much as you can.
5: Because afterwards he says it's called the construction of the Shekhinah. What is it?
6: That means that the connection between man and the Creator, as much as they are connected, that's called building the level of the Shekhinah. the Shekhinah is between them, connecting them together.
3: Thank you.
5: What does it mean you have made me in behind and
3: before? That
6: he says it means revelation and concealment of the face of the Creator. That's how he reveals himself towards me, and from this I get to know him. He is making a depiction of himself through posterior and the face, and then gradually I can reveal him.
5: What is behind and what is before?
6: He writes revelation and concealment. I guess the concealment is the back and the face is a revelation.
5: Revelation and concealment of what?
6: Of the Creator, he says, of the Creator, towards the man
5: attaining. And through revealing and concealing Him from me, He creates me?
6: He develops us. He reveals Himself towards us. Yeah, that's all He does with us. He doesn't need anything but that. A bit of revelation, a bit of concealment, and according to that, we already wander around and come from state to state until we discover Him.
5: So what does it mean that we reveal Him? What's required on our part? If He does everything in behind and before and revelation, consume it, what does He want from me? What do I need to do?
3: Let's see.
6: According to what we can see till now, that he put himself before us as revealing himself and concealing himself, and we, through these states that they come one after the other, we start knowing him. How do we know one another? When I see Before me, just some image, nothing but that. But afterwards, he's revealed before me in all kinds of forms. And according to that, I get to know him. I come closer or distant.
5: So, what is man's work in this campaign?
6: To adhere to the Creator.
5: What does it mean to adhere?
6: that means to understand to know to agree
3: to come
6: close to him through all the states that the creator shows me and it can be states that are very unpleasant and not good and I don't accept them and I don't want them and I run away from them but eventually I through face and back that he shows me, he depicts himself towards me.
5: Bridle and headstall.
6: Yeah, you could say that in somewhat it's possible to do it that way. That if a person agrees to begin with on all the actions of the creator, so he is in f-
5: Now, observing the commandment of the Creator means to justify the friend above what I feel. Is this correct to look at it this way? First
6: of all, you need to see in each and every friend the actions of the Creator. No matter as much as you like him or not. But first of all, that because that's right, that is the truth. Afterwards, you need to think how can I organize my attitude correctly in a true, nice way towards all the friends, each and every one? And by that, I calibrate myself towards the Creator. It's like in musical instruments yeah. that we tune the notes.
5: If you look at a corporeal horse, it's very clear for it what the writer wants from it. Um, it gets this uh, sting from the it. So it knows where it needs to go. We...
6: Yeah.
5: Something happens to us. Now I have to be very intelligent, very smart to understand what the Creator wants for me to understand because of that situation.
6: That's why you're a man and not a horse.
5: But sometimes it's, you know, it's above reason. It's above what you feel you get some feeling in your uh, egoistic inclination. above it, you have to establish some relation that is on a higher level.
6: That's called that you have to raise yourself above your reason.
5: And if I don't do this whole process, I'm not observing the, the, the commandments of the Creator.
6: So you remain a horse.
5: A horse that is not listening to the...
1: <coughs>
5: um, can, can we ask about the calibration toward the creator that we just mentioned?
6: Yeah, that's a group. Right, but if we take this
5: allegory of the horse, before the
1: horse,
5: before the rider... Uh, jumps on the horse, it tames the horse, it
1: it feels it.
5: I walk around in a place and I don't feel that there is a rider on me. When do I feel it? When I fall into some pit, when something happens, then I suddenly say, wow, there's actually a rider that I'm probably not listening to and this is why I ended up where I am. Yeah. How from that place do I do some work that will make me yearn want, really want to know the writer and not search for a cure for what's bothering me right now.
6: First of all, you're in the group. You have friends around you. You need to try and be adhered to them and through them adhere to the Creator. And the Creator is speaking.
3: The
6: horse, to begin
3: with, only
6: listens to the blows. Good attitude or bad attitude from his landlord. But not that he has any tendency of himself from it afterwards when he starts knowing the host more the landlord he understands him he feels them even even that he's a horse he reads the landlord correctly and goes towards him that's how it happens on all the living degrees.
5: And this um, inclination will come at some point to want to go toward the landlord and not be afraid of of the whip.
6: He's not afraid anymore. He covers that with his relation towards the landlord. And also the landlord will change in The choice
4: in the horse
6: and rider, it's not a coincidence. Balasulam chooses an example of a horse and a rider. Why?
5: Because that, that's how it really is. It is how we are connected. And besides, this depiction is not only from Balasulam, it's from the Torah.
6: But the horse and rider, there's a lot of relationships there. The horse serves yeah. the rider, he... Correct. So what's the right relationship between the horse and rider that we have to reach?
5: We're talking about the animate level which can gradually rise to the speaking level and feel the rider, like a person feeling the rider. It's like the horse elevating itself to the degree of a human. and what? By wanting to observe all the commandments of the rider. And by this, it gradually elevates itself to the level of the rider, to the level of the human being that's riding it.
6: So by the horse wanting to keep the commandments of the rider, he's adhering to him? Yes, For now, as a servant.
5: But by serving, it doesn't feel itself as a servant anymore because it has the same roles, let's put it this way, the same goals as the writer.
6: Yes.
3: His
6: kingdom was controlling all and everything will we turn to the root the differences in present and future what does that all mean that there's no place vacant of him and the differences in the present and the future
5: the creator is everywhere and he does all of his commandments in creation and man should only see how much he is adhered to him.
6: So what's preventing that is the present and future, and he's, if he's rewarded in... Connecting those words, he discovers him in his clothing. So where should man's work be concentrated? With the face to the future or what's happening now in this present moment.
5: Now, in the present moment, to achieve adhesion. And likewise in every single moment that appears.
6: So what's the work towards the future?
5: then there won't be any future. You will constantly be wanting to see the future in the present. So that what you have right now is what needs to happen.
4: So
6: man draws the good future that he's depicting into the present? Yes. And not the opposite. Push the present into the future.
5: No, he wants to do the future now.
6: The Kabbalist only lives in the present. He doesn't have a future and past.
4: Yes. It's written
6: somewhere that a person will be born as a wild calf. Not even a horse with the brittle and head stall. He's just like a wild horse. And then he's brought at some point to an environment,
4: In the corporeal world,
6: that wild horse goes through a process. So you put the saddle on him, the
4: headstall. What's
6: a process a person has to go through. But he's forced till he says I want it. He, he comes, comes to a 10. 10. It took us time to understand that there's a 10 and that there's friends that are 10 or 15 years didn't even hear the word connection
4: this process
6: that there already is a brittle and headstock could be that he's advancing
4: what can
6: our work in the 10
4: bring a
6: person to a state that he'll be a horse with the brittle and headstock
3: he
5: needs to feel that his daily work in the 10 connects him with the friends, and the friends pressure him and bring him the knowledge of his place in the ten, the knowledge of his goal with the ten, and that this is how he sees his life.
4: He has
6: to agree to put the bread and hats on him.
5: He has to want, to want, because without it he doesn't reach the goal. He cannot feel the writer. You understand?
3: It's
5: a lot more than what seems to us. It is also connected to um,
3: incarnations.
5: Why we, why we specifically meet, why we have such a connection, why the Creator set it up for us.
3: It's
5: not mm, straightforward.
6: How can I feel the rider all day, constantly?
5: If your goal is to adhere to him, it's not a problem. You are constantly willing to be under him.
6: sometimes he disappears for a few hours or a few minutes
5: so demand that's
6: how to obligate him to not disappear at least for a while
5: no it's a sign you don't want it
6: so if I don't feel it it's because I don't want it yes so only to work on how to want it
5: how to constantly want
6: ...to determine analysis, besides them, depend on.
5: What happens in me now, in my mind and heart,
6: it all comes to me from
5: above, from the Creator.
6: That I understand, but the ability... to determine determine that point.
5: Yes. What
6: does it depend on? How can a person be in that?
5: It depends on the work of a person, on how much he arranges himself. So he is connected through the friends, through common activities. Uh, To what extent he wants to be serving the friends.
6: By serving the friends, he can determine that there's none else besides him?
5: It will influence in this way, yes.
3: Clear, thank you.
5: The